Welcome to Australian Hiker, your online hiking resource. We're your hosts, Tim and Jill Savage. This is episode 168 of the Australian Hiker podcast. On the 11th of November 2020, Australian Hikers celebrated its fourth birthday, and what a difficult year it's been. In this episode, we reflect on our past year, uh, a difficult one for just about everybody, I think, uh, and look at where we're heading into the future. We hope you enjoy. I don't think there's anyone who's listening to this podcast who wouldn't think that this year has been a difficult year. Uh, certainly from an Australian perspective, we had the bushfires which started in late 2019 uh, and peaked for many people on the east coast of Australia in early 2020, uh, causing quite a lot of property damage, some loss of life, and certainly impacted us as hikers uh, with a lot of trails and a lot of bushland that we're so used to hiking in being destroyed. Yeah, and sometimes it's, um, you know, we're disappointed that uh, we haven't been able to get out into those national parks, and many of them still. Um, but, you know, the, there are a lot of people who have done it really, really tough because of the bushfires. And then along comes COVID and uh, I was uh, talking to someone today and I thought, you know, even if you were writing, you know, this great best-selling novel, you probably wouldn't have put all of this together in uh, one year and uh, in such a short space of time. Uh, it really has been something that's just quite uh, unbelievable um, I, w I won't use the word that everybody uses. I think it's, uh, you know, a little bit overused now. Um, but, you know, we've still got a long way to go. And I think, as Jill mentioned, I mean, that was the, the second thing that's pretty much carried us through the rest of the year, and that was uh, the impact of the global pandemic, uh, COVID. Uh, and, you know, just as we were about to start getting back out, start getting back out into the bush, starting to do some walks again after the fires, uh, all of a sudden, for many of us in Australia, uh, and for that matter worldwide, we we're in a situation where we were pretty much in lockdown um, we were really lucky in Canberra. Uh, we um, managed to nip it in the bud quite early. I think we're a bunch of rule followers, actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, Which is good, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, clearly. <laughs> so I think, yeah, in that respect, we, are, we, we while we, we did have limitations, we did have social distancing, uh, we at no stage were limited in uh, going anywhere within the territory, providing we followed that social distancing. Um, and even though much of Namaji National Park, our local park, had been damaged quite heavily from the fires, we still had the ability to get out and do some walks. Uh, we did. Uh, and, uh, you know, I guess it was a bit disappointing. I'm sure that I know, you know, every tree and bush in my local area now, um, probably got a personal name for them. So, you know, did did have a little bit of a moment of, of whining about that. But, 
in comparison to what others have been through uh, elsewhere in Australia and, and definitely overseas, uh, we, you know, it, a bit of inconvenience I think is probably uh, the short version of, of what we've had as opposed to some other states in Australia and, for that matter, many countries overseas that were really locked right down and couldn't really go anywhere. So we, we've been pretty lucky in that respect. Yeah, so as, as you know, we're recording this podcast uh, in places like the US, uh, they're recording over 100,000 people with um, COVID in a day. You know, that's a, a phenomenal number. Now, as a result of those two events, um, we had a very carefully planned out schedule <laughs> for what was going to happen this year. And I, I, I'm, I'm one of these people that will either wing something and just do it on the No, you won't. <laughs> Never. Um, but I'm also an obsessive planner as well. So, um, you know, it's not unusual for me to do something at a drop of a hat. But as I said, I'll also spend months and if not years planning uh, uh, hikes and planning planning activities just to make sure that it goes off well. Uh, so this year I came to the beginning of the year and I, I normally, December for me is pretty much planning month and even for 2021, I've already started planning out podcasts, planning out walks, and I've started to look into 2022, which we'll talk about a bit later on. While we're talking about, sorry, just I'll interrupt it just there. Interrupt we, yourself. Inter- Is that interrupt, interrupt myself? <laughs> yeah. The um, we do have a competition um, that if you receive our newsletter, um, if you listen for where our 2022 hike will be. Uh, and the details of how to enter in the newsletter, but that'll be later on in this podcast. Uh, and that's an opportunity to win a $100 gift voucher from Wild Earth. Now, as I said, I had a very carefully planned out series of podcasts. Uh, I had a series of interviews, both with people interstate and overseas, all set up. Uh, and I'd even planned on visiting a couple of different parts of Australia to interview people face to face. And very much between the fires and then COVID, that really went out the door. And I'll talk about the podcast more in a minute. The hikes uh, I had planned, we try, we try and do a hike on uh, uh, once a week, uh, whether it be just a, a short one or two kilometer hike or a long distance hike uh, of some sort. And in 2020, I'd actually planned on doing a number of 20 kilometer, 30 kilometer plus hikes, uh, uh, averaging around about one per month. Things like the uh, six-foot track up in the Blue Mountains, things like the Bundina to Offwood Walk, uh, walks like down on the Mornington Peninsula in Victoria, and there are a number of other walks. And in particular, I'd planned on spending a fair bit of time in Victoria, um, which for, for us is quite where quite a lot of our listeners come from. That pretty much went out the door. Would understand <laughs> that was not going to happen. <laughs> that was not, that was not not going to happen. Uh, so and yeah, and I was uh, actually going to be walking the Australian Alps walking track uh, starting this Saturday, uh, uh, and between COVID and the fires, that was canned as well. Um, and 
talking to the various ranger organizations in the various states. Uh, we had impact in pretty much every state, uh, but due to a number of severe damage on trails in Victoria and a number of dangerous trees, there were a number of closed off trail sections, which may, by the sound of it, be opening in December, January, so not too far off, uh, but nothing that was going to help me do this walk. So that was another walk that I needed to reschedule. So what we ended up doing in relation to the hikes uh, was pulling back onto the Australian Capital Territory uh, and very close in just over the New South Wales border. And for a lot of areas in New South Wales, we were actually able to travel into New South Wales. We weren't restricted from doing that, um, but we were advised not to unless we really needed to. Um, and so many walks had been damaged because of the fires. Um, we were really were limited to our sister city, which is a matter of just kilometres away, uh, Queanbeyan, uh, <laughs> and then also into Goulburn as well, um, which is, again, not far north of the border. We ended up doing a number of walks in the Canberra region, which I hadn't actually planned on doing. So uh, typically I try and do walks that are uh, longer than about a kilometre long and won't tend to write them up unless there's something really special about them. Um, and there are a number of urban walks we we went through and ended up doing in Canberra. To a point now, I have two walks left to do in Namaji National Park, uh, and they are in the heavily fire damaged areas, and I'm unlikely to be able to do those probably until sometime next year at the earliest. I mean, you know, I think what we've done, uh, perhaps inadvertently, is um, reinvigorate people's interest and focus on um, their own backyard. Um, you know, we did some really interesting uh, hikes, short hikes, longer walks without leaving the ACT. Um, so, you know, that's kind of a, a nice thing to reinforce for people and some of the feedback that we've, we've had, you know, by necessity – um, people have had to look out their window and, you know, climb that hill nearby that perhaps they've never thought about climbing uh, previously. But, you know, I think I think there are good things about that. I think there's an appreciation um, of what's close by, an appreciation of the environment that you're operating in. Um, you know, of course, I get if you're in a... Um, multi-storey apartment block in a major city that's a little bit difficult but you know for for probably still a lot of us we weren't able to go far um, but you know we did find some greenery. And you'll, you'll notice on some of the walks that I did very early in the year, as in uh, January, there was one walk in particular, there's a smoky haze over there, so a lot of the images. Uh, and that's, that was before the really serious or the really bad days where it was almost like nighttime. Suffocating. It was so dense. Uh, but we, we were lucky to get the walks in, even at that, that sort of time of the year. But as Jill said, I mean, it does actually force you to think about what's there. And there was a lot of walks we discovered, which we'd written off as not being worth doing, that we really enjoyed. Um, so I think given um, that we are pretty much country bound, I think at least for the next uh, few months, if not longer, uh, it's worthwhile, as Jill said, looking in our own backyard. Onto the longer walks, I had planned on finishing off the human hovel track, 
that was our walk from 2019. Still had around about 116 kilometres left from that, and I'd actually planned on doing that in Easter this year. Um, now, that was prevented for two reasons. One, COVID, so uh, we were unable to travel because of that. Uh, but also, um, the the section that I need to finish off is the section that's currently closed mm. due to the fires. And the people that are responsible for looking looking after that track said they're going to focus on the areas that aren't so badly damaged so people can get in and walk sections. The heavily damaged section, will they'll get to it, but it's going to take a bit of work. So from my perspective, I'm hoping to finish that walk off in 2021. Um, you know, from, uh, for, for me, that's probably around about a four-day walk uh, at just under 30 kilometres a day just to finish that section off. So here's hoping that I'll, I'll get that out of the way. As I mentioned, the Australian Alps walking track was supposed to be my walk of 2020, my long-distance walk, and that didn't happen. Uh, and in a podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago, we announced that I was actually going to be doing the Great North Walk, uh, and that was in episode 165. Uh, really, in choosing to do the Great North Walk, uh, and this walk is from Sydney to Newcastle, but you're doing it in reverse. reverse and I'll, I'll talk about uh, uh, in more detail in our next podcast episode, uh, which is where I actually start my walk. So listen to episode 169 if you're interested in that particular walk. One of the criteria, or the criteria that I needed to look at is I had four weeks holidays booked uh, and I've decided to leave the four weeks holidays there rather than cancel them. Yeah, um, when he decided to walk the Australian Alps walking track, I thought, oh, I'm not sure I want to spend four weeks quite doing that. So I didn't book my holidays. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, now I've ended up having a an 11-day walk on the Great North Track um, and I had actually planned on, planned on doing a second walk following on from that, but when I looked more closely into detail, um, around about half that track or a third of that track is closed due to the fires. Uh, so that's that's a walk for another time, and that was the Katoomba to Mittagon walk. And my plan was to get to Sydney, get a train out to Katoomba, and then walk from Katoomba to Mittagon, which is not that far from Canberra really. Uh, but, yeah, that's the way it is. I looked at a number of different walks. I looked at uh, the coastal walks along New South Wales uh, and much of the coast has been so severely damaged that it's, that it's not really accessible for walking. I looked at um, doing the Tasmanian Trail and as it turned out, I could have ended up doing that. But really, that's only been confirmed in the last sort of 10 days, 9 days and that was cutting it fine as far as trying to do any sort of planning. So that's a walk that I'll do uh, in a few, in future years. So I think, you know, the long distance hikes. There's a lot. Of, you know, I, I, there is a lot of option and a lot of things that you can go through and do. But you know, if you're in Western Australia, you're pretty much focused on Western Australia at the moment. Um, there's not a lot of the long distance hikes that at this time of the year are accessible and that haven't been severely damaged. So. Great North Walk was something I'd planned on doing, but not quite this year. In relation to the podcast, uh, we had a number of, as I said, a number of things planned, a number of interviews. Normally we try and release around about 38 podcasts a year. Uh, and this year I found that I was relying much more heavily on interviews and where I could phone-based interviews. 
Um, and as a result, a lot of our episodes this year have been interview-based. Some of these interviews I planned on doing next year. Uh, some of these interviews um, I uh, just hadn't really thought about. Or as I said, I planned on doing face-to-face interviews. And they, from my perspective, for the interviews they are, I need face-to-face uh, just to talk about product and talk about something specific. Uh, and hopefully that uh, that will be something we can reinstigate next year once the travel becomes a lot more freer. One of the people I'd uh, hope to follow along and spend more time talking to in 2020 was Lucy Barnard from Tangles and Tail, uh, as she makes her way from the bottom of South America, the top of North America. Uh, and because of COVID, she ended up coming back to Australia uh, and uh, ended up spending a couple of weeks in quarantine in a, in a Sydney hotel. Uh, and I'm hoping to catch up with her uh, sometime over the next three to four weeks to touch base with her, to see uh, how she's gone and what her plans are. A couple of the things as far as the podcast is concerned. So this episode is episode 168, and including episode zero, we've released 169 episodes in total. The big milestone we clicked over, uh, in fact, towards, I think it was on the 1st of, uh, 30th, 1st of October or 1st of November, uh, was going over 500,000 episode downloads since we started. That's amazing. Uh, it is. Uh, and based on the number of episodes we download uh, on the, you know, uh, in the first month of their release, uh, that places us within the top twenty percent of all podcasts worldwide. Oh. <laughs> um, now we ne- we never get, we're never going to be in the same sort of uh, vein as Serial and things like that. Uh, but for a niche podcast that relates to hiking, we're doing pretty well, and and doing pretty well because of everyone who listens. Uh, yes, thank you very much for that. Much appreciated. Uh, we now have an audience uh, spanning one hundred and forty-seven countries. Uh, and last year we talked about what those countries were. There's been a bit of movement. Uh, so our top 10 countries are Australia, uh, understandably, uh, United States, United Kingdom, New Zealand, Canada, Germany, Japan, Sweden, France and India. And there has been some change, particularly in some of those countries over the last uh, 12 months. One of the things from uh, a podcast perspective, I'd had so many plans on making changes and doing some updates to the back end side of things for the podcast. Uh, but again, I, was, I spent a lot of time struggling to line up interviews. And at one stage through the year, I was working on seven separate podcasts concurrently. Uh, doing interviews, putting them together all in a period of a couple of weeks, uh, and that was a bit frantic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. There was uh, very little that got done uh, by Tim around the house at that uh, during that period. In relation to trail reviews, we now have 175 trail reviews published, uh, and as if you've been listening to us for a while, you're aware Jill's and my view on publishing trail reviews is we're only going to really talk about trails that we have gone through and walked. Um, our view is that in our trail reviews, and for that matter, our gear reviews, we only want to do reviews of things we have personally walked or used rather than just copying and pasting off the net and saying, hey, this is a wonderful trail, go and do it. 
now, the downside of that is we're never going to have thousands and thousands of reviews based on that. Um, and we have decided that, um, at the moment at least, we're the ones doing the reviews, but it means that we get a consistent review. Uh, and we've had a lot of people on the trail reviews say they really appreciate it and appreciate appreciate the detail that goes into those. Yeah, and I, I think this, you know, if we're celebrating the fourth birthday, this is the fundamental, I think, genesis of uh, Australian Hiker. And it was really about um, our inability to access reliable information real life information um, about some of the hikes that we were doing and were wanting to do. So, you, you know, um, you can add you can add more and you can, you know, kind of do bits of something and present it as a, an end-to-end, but, gee, there's nothing like uh, taking every step along the way and, and really understanding what it's like by the time you get to the end. We now have a trail review in every state and territory of Australia. Now, not Macquarie Island or a couple of places Yay. like that, but, but as far as the, <laughs> the mainland and Tasmania, we're, we're every state and territory now. As we said, you know, the long-term plan is to actually expand out into the other states and do a lot more in those other states. That might be the retirement plan, too. It could be. <laughs> we have 378 gear reviews. Uh, and this is more gear reviews than any other uh, hiking-based podcast in Australia. Uh, our plan on an annual basis is to do approximately 100 gear reviews, and that's books, equipment, videos, uh, um, and everything hiking-related. So, um, we, again, we, we were a bit thrown out in our reviews. It's a bit hard to test equipment when we physically can't get out and camp. Yeah, there's only uh, so much you can do walking around in your, your own, you know, very, very landscaped, very civilised backyard. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's the sort of thing that, uh, um, from our perspective, um, we will get back on track with the gear reviews in the coming year uh, and start bringing a, you know, I've got a tent to review over the next month and a couple of the larger products that will be coming through that I'm aware of that it will be coming onto the market. So we're hoping to see the reviews of those over the next few months. Yeah, and I think the other thing, just uh, as an aside uh, uh, on that, uh, the industry is really gearing up, I think, um, for a big 2021. I I think they're still going to bring a lot of stock in. There'll be a lot of new things. And uh, hopefully we'll all be able to get out and, um, you know, test some stuff out. Um, cer- certainly, we know uh, now that we're national bound, we're we're bound within our own borders. Uh, we're all looking for opportunities to do things within Australia. We've published 179 general articles on a hiking practice, safety, recipes, definitions, and fitness. Uh, now, this is obviously uh, less than uh, we, we're not doing those on a weekly basis and they probably tend to be more along the lines of um, one every two weeks is, is what we try to do there. Um, and it's been interesting and, you know, we, we, we rediscovered just recently that we hadn't actually done a podcast on getting into hiking. We've, we'd always made the assumption that people were hikers and we were talking about what to, to do as a beginner, but we'd never talked about getting into hiking. So, um, you know, it's, 
you know, even at episode 168, uh, I have, uh, as I said, started to work on next year's scheduling. We've, we've got a number of articles that I almost come up with an article or two or topic on a, a weekly basis. Um, so I've got a big backlist of articles to write uh, and to get out and publish. Um, so uh, what I'd say here is if there's anything in particular you want to hear about, uh, please let us know. Um, but uh, also don't, don't be surprised if we haven't already published it. Uh, we discovered last year that people were asking us to produce something uh, and we already had, but uh, there's so much on the website, uh, you've got to go uh, and start looking or typing in search names uh, to, to, to identify things that might be further down the list. Social media, uh, this year for us has been probably... Uh, given that we were so housebound, if you like, and territory-bound, I focused a lot more on social media this year. Um, we started to do more regular postings on YouTube. Uh, and certainly for us, YouTube videos are a fairly time-consuming sort of thing to produce. Um, but, you know, the plan is to do regular uh, publishings uh, on YouTube. Uh, and certainly over the next year, I have a number of uh, trail uh, videos, a number of uh, articles and a number of hiking practice videos to produce over the next year and hopefully we'll get to those on a more regular basis. Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest and Twitter uh, we're publishing on, on a more regular basis uh, and one thing you will notice is we're starting to produce more posts on a daily basis um, and up until Really, the end of last year, I'd go through and post a review and say, here's a piece of equipment reviewed. We'd post it and let people know it was there and just almost not quite forget about it, but not let people know it was there. And for a lot of people, they weren't quite aware that we'd done it. So what the practice is now for over the last year is new articles uh, tend to get posted in the morning uh, and reposts tend to happen in the afternoon. Um, uh, with the exception of Pinterest, which I've gone through and decided to post Pinterest in the afternoon. So we've started to use some uh, scheduling software, and that's taken a lot of the strain off me because we post anywhere up to around about 40 social media posts a week. Uh, and believe me, that takes a bit of effort as far as writing them and getting them published and getting them up. Um, but it's, it's allowed us to um, go through and let people know what's there and in most cases, we are only going to repost once a year. There's a couple of very high, high download articles that people really like. We'll post more often, but in most cases, a reposts uh, of something we've done previously will happen once a year, and that's about it. Um, you know, given the number of trail reviews and gear reviews that we've got, uh, there's an awful lot that we can let people know what's there. Now, what's happening in 2021? Uh, and we've well, we're definitely going to say goodbye to 2020. I reckon that New Year's Eve um, party, if uh, if it's just, you know, you and me sitting in our lounge room, <laughs> socially distancing, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to be saying goodbye to 2020 in a big way. So the plan for the hikes, as we said, is the main focus is Victoria and New South Wales. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, once we get over the Christmas, New Year's period, we'll start getting into those areas and a lot more in depth. 
Um, obviously, for us, travelling to Victoria um, is a, a, a bit more of a drive for us. So we'll tend to do those in blocks, go down for a weekend, do a couple of walks uh, and head back or go down for a three or four day sort of weekend. Uh, and we, barring any issues or unforeseen circumstances, you'll see a lot more being posted out of Victoria. Uh, New South Wales is the same. I, did ma- I didn't mention this before. I had planned on doing a lot of walks around Sydney, and that just didn't happen this year. So uh, there are a batch of walks, which I've got scheduled to go through and do, and, th- and I've already scheduled those into uh, my walking uh, uh, schedule for next year already. Longer hikes. Um, so providing... Uh, it's been resolved. The plan is to finish off the human hovel track, that last 116 kilometres, and that will probably be at Easter uh, in 2021, uh, providing that the fire damage has been remedying and the track is open in that area. My long-distance hike for 2021, uh, again, is the Australian Alps walking track. I've pretty much planned it. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't get a chance to actually do it. So um, less planning involved for next year. Mm-hmm. So I will go through and plan uh, to do that the same time next year, towards the end of October, early November. Um, that's my hike for t- the big hike for next year. 2022. Now, again, this is the answer you need to enter the competition <laughs> if you want to win uh, the $100 gift voucher to Wild Earth. Da, 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 da. Uh, and the plan is to do the Heisen Trail. And again, forgive my pronunciation, uh, it's Hans Heisen. So, yes, that's right. It's not, it looks like Heisen, but it's Heisen. Uh, and that's uh, 1,200 kilometres uh, in South Australia. Uh, and that, that is the plan for, as I said, for 2022. And that'll be a roughly a six, maybe to seven-week hike. Um, uh, which will keep me well and truly busy uh, in a couple of years' time. Now, to enter the competition to win this uh, gift voucher, you'll need to be a newsletter subscriber, uh, and basically the competition is drawn 12 days after this release of this podcast, which is on the 26th of November, and you need to get your entry in by the uh, by then to be uh, eligible. Um Anyone who isn't a member already, if you subscribe between now and then, uh, I will send the newsletter to you so you have the full details on how to enter. We plan to do, again, 100 gear reviews and also to release 38 podcast episodes. I have 45 podcast episode topics ready to go. And the way we do the podcasts, even though I schedule them, some of them are very time critical. So as an example, if I'm doing the Australian Alps walking track, it's not much use posting something about that six months uh, either side of it. Uh, but I, most cases, I have the ability to go through and swap things around and move things around. So if something comes up that I hadn't thought about or wasn't expecting, uh, I have the ability to go through and change things around. So if you come across some things you'd like to hear about, uh, and people are, do regularly send me some uh, potential podcast interviews, uh, please let us know. The other thing that we've instigated this year is uh, a support us page on the website. Um, I was planning on releasing that in late 2019, but with the fires going on, uh, I didn't want to ask people for money when there are much uh, when there are more people in need 
than than what we were in that respect. Um, so uh, earlier this year, I uh, released the support us page, and what we're basically asking you to do is to buy us a coffee. Uh, surprisingly enough. Uh, and there's a website that we use, which is uh, linked through our webpage called Kofi, uh, or Coffee, it's, it's pronounced. Uh, and you can either support us as a one-off thing, you can either support us at, on an ongoing monthly basis. The choice is yours. And the reason we did this, we have had on a regular basis since we started, people asking us, is there some way that they could actually support us? So, you know, we, we thank everyone who has provided funding to us, um, producing the podcast, uh, getting the blog to uh, uh, up and going on an annual basis uh, does cost a reasonable amount. Um, and this is for me, it's a hobby. I enjoy it, but it does help affray some of those costs uh, and hopefully produce more and continue to produce more on a much more regular basis. So we greatly appreciate any help you can give. Um, and if you go to uh, the website and click on the supporters page, uh, we will very gratefully accept anything that people are willing to give. Yeah, and, you know, generosity is just an amazing thing, particularly in such, you know, difficult circumstances that we've had y- this year. So, yeah, it's it's very humbling uh, when um, uh, people do support us in this way, but also when uh, people support us through the comments that we receive and uh, the ratings that we get uh, uh, through the um, uh, the podcast platforms. As Jill's already mentioned, we really do appreciate the support we get from our listeners. Uh, the you know whether it's a financial support or whether people just saying uh, sending us an email and saying saying thanks very much, we really appreciate what you do. Uh, we really do appreciate that. And we'd like to thank everyone for their support over 2020 and look forward to bringing you lots of hiking information in 2021. In next week's episode, episode 169, I will be releasing the first on-trail episode from the Great North Walk. And we'll be discussing... a bit about the background of the walk, what it is, and a bit about the logistical planning. And I'll be bringing you on-trail recordings from the first four days of the trip. So you can follow me along. If you are listening to this in November 2020, uh, you can follow along. Uh, I will be posting on Facebook and Instagram, and you'll be able to follow me on uh, a map, an interactive map, and see where I am Roughly, anyway. There'll be a bit of a time lag in there, uh, but just to see how I'm going. Yeah, and keep him safe, people. Thank you. (laughs) That's from me. (laughs) Okay, that's all for me. Bye for now. And bye from me.